This sermon was recorded at Grace City Church's Sunday morning service. Thanks for engaging with us online, and we pray that this sermon greatly encourages your faith and walk with God. Good evening, everybody. How are we all? Good? Great. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be looking at the vine and the branches. Um, now, when Dad first sent me a list of things that I could preach on, there are whole different things in there, and I looked at it and I thought, oh, vine and the branches, I, I know that one. I've been there before, heard it in kids' work, I know how to do this. Anyway, as I looked into it, I slowly found out that the verse is a lot more complicated than I once thought. <laughs> um, but I really enjoyed looking into it and um, yeah, seeing what I could get out of it, and God really spoke to me, and so... Let's get into it. Um, So I'm just going to read the verses for you. They should come up on the screen. All right. Um, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples." As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I learned from my father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last and so that whatever you ask in my name, the father will give you. This is my command, love each other. Wow, that's a lot. So I read that and I just thought, that's a lot of words, but let's get into it. (laughs) So our biggest call on our lives as Christians is to spread the word of God, right? Matthew 28 verse 19 says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. This is the Great Commission. Probably most of you are probably familiar with this, but this is the purpose of our lives, And I don't know about you, but I've often read that and been super excited, like, yes, let's do it, you know, make disciples of all nations. And then thought, wait, but how am I going to do that? I am just one person. I can't make disciples of all nations. Like, I can't do that. It's a pretty big task and a lot of pressure. Well, this is where Jesus' seventh and final I am statement comes into play. Jesus says in John 15 verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. 
Now, those of you that have known me for a little while might know that I'm a nanny. I have worked for three years for a family of three kids. Um, and yeah, I've loved working there. I don't work there anymore, but it's been great. So just a few years ago, I was at the house around the time of that crazy hot 45 degree day. Like it was so hot. It was a few days after that, but it was just so hot. And I was looking after the kids in the kitchen and I was boiling hot. I went to turn on the the air conditioning and it didn't work. The screen was totally blank. So I'm there boiling hot. Luckily, my fiance works in air conditioning. So I called him up. He's at work at another person's house fixing their air conditioning while on FaceTime with me as I'm running around the house trying to find the fuse box because I'm absolutely useless at these things. And he said that the switch might have been cut off. Anyway, I find the fuse box. He's looking at all the switches, telling me what to do. And I flicked it back on and the air con came on very luckily because I was boiling hot. (laughs) So this is exactly what we are like with Jesus. We can't bear fruit if the circuit or the connection is cut off. You can't work an appliance unless it's plugged into the power source, right? So Jesus is our power source. John 15 verse 6 says, If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. We can do nothing if we are not constantly connected to Jesus. And when we try and do things in our own strength, we very, very quickly hit obstacles. Pride gets in the way, we get disappointed, we lose our perseverance, and things just get really, really hard. We end up turning to other things for strength, may it be family, friends, relationships, anything else that offers us support and security. And these things, now they're not bad things. God wants us to have all these things, but ultimately they will not allow us to fulfill God's plan for our lives. The only way that we can fulfill God's plan is in constant dwelling in God's presence and that will allow us to bear fruit. The Bible says in Philippians 4 verse 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Jesus paints this beautiful picture of a partnership with God, the vine and the branches being connected, a direct flow from one to the other. And the more connected we are, the more fruit we can bear. Now, looking back at that huge statement of the Great Commission, it doesn't feel as daunting because all we need to do is remain in God's presence and he will equip us and use us to fulfill his plans. He will put us in positions to spread the word of God to the nations. He will change people's hearts as we speak to them because ultimately we can do nothing, but with God working through us, we can do everything. God calls us to bear fruit, not produce it. God does the work and we're just a vessel for him to work through, but we can only be worked through if we're in tune to what God's saying and we align ourselves with the plans he has for our lives. Through constant prayer, Bible reading, and dwelling in his presence, we align ourselves with this amazing plan he has. If the branches have constant connection to the vine, the branches can bear fruit. And this is God equipping us for our mission and to fulfill his call on all of our lives. Now, the amazing thing is that God didn't just tell us to remain in him and leave it at that. He didn't just say, yeah, go do this, dwell in in my presence, and you know, you'll be sweet but he actually sent us his perfect example, Jesus, to show us how to do it. Jesus was sent as this perfect example of everything, including how to be solidified and constantly dwelling in the presence of God. 
Jesus says in this passage in verse 10, if you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love. He teaches us to be obedient to God's plans, just as he was. He is the living example of remaining in God and bearing fruit as a result of it. Church, we've not been left alone to figure it out. We have not just been told, you know, do it yourselves. Jesus is our perfect living example and he shows us how to live this out. According to Google, there are at least 38 accounts of Jesus praying and spending time with God in the Gospels. Now, Jesus sounds like a really busy man. I don't know if you've read all of the Gospels, but he got up to a lot of things, countless miracles, He did so many teachings, quality time with his disciples. And like, I really don't know how he had time to do anything else, but he made time to spend with his father. There are 38 recorded accounts of Jesus spending quality time with God. And these are only the recorded ones. I'm sure he spent many more hours and days in the presence of God, praying and spending time with his father, because that's how he was able to bear fruit and stay connected to the vine, ultimately being able to fulfill God's amazing plan. Now, living in this world that we do now, the distractions are countless, from work to school to uni to families, everything that we have going on in our lives that distract us, everything that pulls us away from God and it's so, so easy to lose sight of the most important thing, which is Jesus. I know I've definitely had times where the things of this world have clouded my vision and I started looking into the world instead of looking up at Jesus. But here's the thing, it is impossible to fulfill God's plan for our lives and to make disciples of all nations if we are not in tune and connected to God. However, let this not be a discouragement because withered plants can be revived. Jesus revives us and when we are disconnected, all it takes is for us to reach out and say we want to dwell in God's presence and follow his plan. Whether that's the thousandth time that you've said that or the first, God revives us every single time. There's not a limit to how many times that he can revive us or reconnect us. His promises to us stay true, even when our vision gets clouded and we start focusing on things other than Jesus. And as Christians, we are connected to the vine by God's grace, and that can't change. But in order to be fruitful and fulfill God's plan for our lives, we need to actively choose to dwell in God's presence. Jesus, our perfect example, knew this, and in amongst his crazy busy life, made time to dwell in the presence of his Father. Jesus says in verse 11, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Jesus, our perfect example, is teaching us how to live life to the full, to stay connected to the vine. Remaining in Jesus is the only way we can be filled with complete and true joy by fulfilling the plans God has for each and every one of our lives. Now, the really cool part about this message is that we are not here by chance. We are chosen. Everyone who has a relationship with Jesus, everyone who is in this room right now has been chosen to be here, chosen to have relationship with Jesus. 
Verse 16 says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed, appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. Jesus has a plan for every single one of our lives and that is a fruitful plan. He's constantly working in all of us for that plan. And all we need to do is constantly press into God and dwell in his presence. And the Bible says that you will bear fruit. God's plan will come to fruition. And this isn't always easy because we can't always see God working in our lives. And sometimes we go through really, really hard seasons. And it's really hard to believe that God is still working in us through those times. But I want to encourage you that our God is a God of seasons and he works in us always if we only press into him. Um, There's this song by Hillsong called Seasons. Some of you might know it. And in the bridge it says, I can see the promise I can see the future. You're the God of seasons. I'm just in the winter. If all I know of harvest is that it's worth my patience, then if you're not done working, God, I'm not done waiting. We can't always see God's plan. And sometimes when we're going through really, really hard times, it's really hard to see how God can use that in a positive way. It's hard to see how that can be part of God's plan. But God works in us always, and often it's the hardest times in our lives when we grow the most. I want to encourage you all to not give up when times are tough or when God's plan feels unclear. Press into him and he will fulfill his promises and his plans, because our God is a God who fulfills promises. I love that last little bit of the line, if you're not done working, God, I'm not done waiting. We need to be patient and trust in God fully. We have been chosen to change, chosen to bear fruit. God has a plan. And when we see the fruit of his plan, sorry, (laughs) my bad. So let's be patient. And when we see the fruit of his plans, let's praise him for that. But ultimately, we need to constantly press into him, whether it's good or bad because he's always working no matter what is going on around us. So I encourage you today to plug in knowing that because of God's grace, you are connected to the vine. Let's align ourselves with God's plan and constantly dwell in God's presence in every season of our lives. If I could get the band to come up, guys. So um, I wanted to do a few songs at the end now, some extended worship time Um, and I really want to encourage you all to really press into God in this time let's start off 2024 dwelling in God's presence whether you're in a really hard season of your life if you feel really far from God maybe you feel really disconnected or maybe you're in a really great season and you can see God evidently working in your life and it's great you feel the fruit of his plan you know coming to life Either way, I encourage you to press in and connect with God right now, knowing that God is always working, always has a plan, and you will bear fruit no matter the season, if only you are connected to the vine. Thank you for listening to this sermon. To engage with Grace City Church further, please check out our website, gracecitychurch.net, where you can find links to our socials. Or come visit us in person. All are welcome.
God bless.